The year is ending. We need to give him a holiday. Praise the Lord. Amen. Do you have a microphone? We are going to read Exodus chapter 5 verse 6. <clears throat> but um, the things I want to preach about are em embodied in this in this song, so let us please sing it together. I'm happy. I'm happy to see Brother Stephen Epilu. God bless you. That we can be able to end the year with you today. So my voice is cracky this morning, but I just still want to worship the Lord. Amen. So you have no excuse not for singing as well. You can sing no matter how your voice feels. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Just relax in his presence, friends. As we sing this song, just say, Lord, speak to me this morning. As we are crossing over into the new year, you are the one going to fight our battles. You are going to help us cross over. And while we cross the new year, we are going to cross into a new phase. So, Lord, your name is mighty and your name is powerful. Your name is holy. And because of that, you can do all things. You are mighty in battle. Friends, are you fighting any battle in your life? In your family? I want to say that he is a mighty warrior. I want you to believe it with all your heart. He will fight all your battles in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Jehovah is your name. Just close your eyes. Sing with me now. Jehovah is your name. Close your eyes and sing it from the bottom of your heart. Jehovah is your name. Mighty warrior, Jehovah, Jehovah. 
doesn't matter what your trouble is. Tell him Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Sing it from your soul. Jehovah is your name. Mighty warrior. Yes, you are 
Jesus. You are not going to fail us. We've had testimonies of people that you have not failed. Lord, about that we have spoken and what you did for him in his life. And told the people that God never failed him. And Lord Jesus, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Maybe someone is waiting here today. Our brother waited for one year. Maybe someone's year, this year has been a year of waiting. But Lord Jesus, they are now ready to cross over into another phase. Oh Lord Jesus, may you help them to see it this morning. Father, we want to see you. In a few moments as we shall be sharing your word. Help us to be relaxed. In your presence. And we will be able to receive your word. Grant it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We are reading, as I told you, in the book of Exodus chapter 5. Praise the Lord. When you have reached in Exodus 5, please say amen if you reached there. Okay, I can see a few have reached there. Brother Shem, you are going to have to rectify my sound because I cannot hear myself. Uh, chapter 5, verses 6. Now, I'm going to read only in English. And then you who are reading Luganda, you will just follow along. Um, it's, we're going to read up to verses 21. I think that's much better now. Okay, so reading verses from verses 6. And Pharaoh commanded the same day the taskmasters of the people and their officers saying, Ye shall no more give the people straw to make brick, and here too for let them go and gather straw for themselves. So I'm going to read from verse, up to verses 21, so you just follow me closely. And the tale of the bricks which they did make here too for, ye shall lay upon them, Ye shall not diminish out thereof, for they be idle. Therefore they cry, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let there, be, let there more work be laid upon the men, that they may labor therein, and let them not regard vain words. And the taskmasters of the people went out, and their officers, and they spake to the people, saying, Thus saith Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go ye... Get you straw where ye can find it, yet not out of your work shall be diminished. So the people were scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble instead of straw. And the taskmasters hasted them, saying, Fulfill your works, your daily tasks, 
as when there was straw. And the officers of the children of Israel, which Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and demanded, Wherefore have ye not fulfilled your task in, the, in making brick both yesterday and today, as heretofore? Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried unto Pharaoh, saying, Wherefore dealest thou thus with thy servants? There is no straw given unto thy servants. And they say to us, Make brick! And behold, thy servants are beaten, but the fault is in thine own people. But he said, Ye are idle. Ye are idle. Therefore ye say, Let us go and do sacrifice to the Lord. Go therefore now and walk, for there shall no straw be given you. Yet shall ye deliver the tale of bricks. And the officers of the children of Israel did see that they were in evil case. After it was said, ye shall not minish out from your bricks of your daily task. And they met Moses, Aaron, who stood in the way as they came from Pharaoh, forth from Pharaoh. And they said unto them, the Lord look upon you and judge you because you have made our server to be abhorred in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of his servants to put a sword in, the, in their hand to slay us. I read up to 23. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Lord, wherefore hast thou, go, uh, thou so evil entreated these people? Why is it that thou hast sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh, to speak in thy name, he has done evil to these people, neither hast thou delivered thy people at all. Let us speak to the Lord for just a moment. Father, we want to just say we are ready now to hear from you. Lord, I cannot say anything of my own. Father, we are all sinners saved by grace. But if you would come and take charge and take control, Lord, of my mind, of my mouth, then something will be said today that will take somebody onto another phase in their life. Lord, I yield myself to you. I ask that you will have your way this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. Now, to those of you who have missed uh, the, uh, the meetings at uh, Lifeboat, they have, they have had, um, uh, I saw some, quite some good preaching by their guest minister, Brother Caden, a friend of mine. So please, you, after here, you go and stream it. It will be a blessing to you young people. To you young people. Yes, I know Brother Martin is a preacher and he's not used to interpreting me, but I'm requesting you to say exactly what I say, not what you think I'm going to say. That will, will help us to go along very well. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, um, I'm preaching today on crossing over into the next phase. 
Tell your neighbor, crossing over into the next phase. How many are ready to cross over into the next phase? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, the Jews were a chosen people of God. In Egypt, however, they were under bondage. And so this is our crossover service. And uh, we are going to have another service in the evening. This is our end of year rather service. So we shall have our crossover service in the, in, in the evening. And uh, that will be from 9 p.m. Uh, to midnight. And we shall be here in the church. So everyone is invited. Invite whoever wants to come. And uh, today, after this service, we are going to have a dinner, but not lunch. And that will be served at my home. But I want to emphasize not lunch. So please don't come and storm us immediately after the service. You won't have anything to eat at home. Come after your lunch. After this service, go and have lunch at home. Rest a while. And then we shall meet at my home at 7 p.m. There are those that are going to be requested to come and assist. So only those will be expected to come immediately. So uh, 7 p.m. for everybody at my home. Uh, we are going to have dinner together. I think it's a, a, it's a good custom and I pray that we continue with it. Because every year we have had it. And it will become bigger and bigger, I believe. It's good for us to have fellowship together. Isn't it, friends? And so, Sister Rose donated a goat. Sister Rose and uh, we are going to have that. Uh, it, it, uh, it, we may not do much as we have been doing before. But we shall, we shall have it anyway. And, and, and so you just come with whatever we shall have at 7 p.m. And then uh, we will have up to 8 p.m. And then at 9 p.m. We can now come in the church. And have our crossover service. Come with your needs. If possible write them down. Things that you want God to do for you this coming year. We are people of faith. And uh, that will be a little action of faith that you will take. And so uh, just come expecting for what the Lord will do. But in this service, it's our end of year service. But in my mind, I have crossing over. Amen. Crossing over. You know, God has ordained times and seasons. It is all in his hands. He knows what will happen and when. 
Nothing can take God by surprise. Everything God sees uh, that is happening in your life, it is happening by design. Even sadness. Even joy. Even when you are so happy. Even when you are so down. It's all in the plan of God. And so there are phases in our life that God takes us to. And you know, God does not give you everything at a go. Did you know that? Because if God was to give you everything at a goal, then you would not trust him. But God wants us to be in a place where we can always rely on him. God wants us not to depend on our own selves. But God wants us to depend on him. That is why when, when you ask things from him, to some he will give to others he will not give why because he is a designer of the heart God knows the status of your heart God knows if he gives you money to some of you you will abandon him you will not trust him again so you will pray for a full year Oh God, give me money. And God will not give you money. Because he knows if he doesn't give you money, you will trust him. You will trust him. You will depend on him. You will keep coming to church. You will be faithful. So he will not give you something which will take you out of his presence. You know, one of them said, Lord, I think it was David. He said, give me enough that I don't beg. But don't give me a lot that I leave your presence. Now, I believe that's where God wants us to be. To some of you, you will ask for something and you want it so bad. But I tell you what, if God knows the status of your heart is right, if he knows it is right he will give you what you desire and I said everything you desire and this evening I'm saying God will give you everything you desire hallelujah whatever you desire as long as the status of your heart is right God will look at it and he will give it to you now he may not have given it to you this year. But if your heart is right, Amen, God works with you in phases. In phases. Phase 1, phase 2, phase 3, phase 4. 
But he planned all the phases before you were even born. But he works with you in phases. In phases. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. And I was just thinking about Brother Dawit. The, the first phase God brought you the message. The second phase you know God had to work on your heart. Amen. For you to make the right decision to leave the job that was taking you away from his presence. And you came in his presence with nothing. That was a phase that God brought you to. But then that was not the end. God was still working. And I want to say whatever God has done for you brothers and sisters. It is not the end. It is just the beginning of the working of God. There is more God is going to do. We must be ex having expectation. Tell your neighbor have expectation. Have expectation. Tell your neighbor come on. Brother Dixon tell your neighbor. Sister Esther, tell your neighbor. Brother Sam, tell your neighbor. Amen. Have expectations, Sister Rose. There is more God is going to do for you. Where the spirit of God is, there is liberty. And if you are free, you will surely tell your neighbor without being ashamed. <laughs> there is more God is going to do for us. It is just the beginning. And then from that phase came another phase. God saw you are good. You are depending on him. He said, now let me give you a good job. A good job which will keep you in my presence. That was another phase. After that phase, then he says, ah, do I trust you now? Okay, let me give you my daughter now. And God gave you his daughter. That was another phase. Brother David, can I prophesy to you this evening, this morning? That is just the beginning. More is coming. Hallelujah. Not only for Brother Dawit, but for every message believer today. Hallelujah. God works in phases. God works in phases. And now that we are going into another year, we, are on a, we have been on a phase in our life and maybe waiting on the Lord to do certain things in our life. But I want to uh, have this inspiration as God gave it to me. You know, crossing over. I just had those words crossing over. Everybody's talking about crossing over. So I wondered why God brought it to my mind as well. And then I felt crossing over. Not to another year. But to the next phase. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. And so I want to take that thought and run it through with how God dealt with the Jews. 
the Jews were a chosen people of God. In Egypt, however, they were under bondage. You may have been under bondage this year, but I want to say you are a chosen people of God. They were lost without God and undone. You remember how you were lost and undone until when they were in Egypt for long for many years they were lost and done without God until God sent a prophet my God to those of you who have revelation already shouting amen because you are not hearing about Jews you are hearing about you I was lost in the denomination. I was undone. I was nothing until God sent a prophet in this generation. And this prophet that came, he, he came with a message of restoration. I say hallelujah. We too have received a message of restoration. We must be restored. Our hearts must be turned. We cannot stop it. And listen to this. The devil cannot stop it. See it this way. When God met Moses and he told him I'm sending you to the Jews to my people God had already made up his mind and nothing can stop the mind of God the moment God made a decision to send Moses that moment when he made a decision to send Moses that moment God had seen that it will work out because Moses was from God and Moses had gone to only execute what God has decided. Now the Jews, whether they accepted or refused, they could not stop it. The devil, in this case it was Pharaoh, he could not stop it. Now let me preach to you here. Here today at DVF. Here. When God decided to send a prophet in our generation, he had you in mind. He had you in mind. And not you yourself. You cannot stop it. You cannot stop the purpose of God. I want you to receive this revelation. Receive it personally in your soul. You cannot stop it. Your bad behavior cannot stop it. Your unbelief cannot hinder God. God will accomplish his plan. And not only that, even the devil himself cannot stop it. Because the message has come and the prophet has come with a message 
they must cross over. They must cross over from Egypt. They must cross over the Red Sea and they must go over into the promised land. That was a phase in their life that they were in at first. You know how they went to Egypt? It was through Joseph. You remember how everybody was hungry at that time? Let me ask you a question. Who took the Israelites to Egypt? Answer me. God. So God took them to Egypt. Ah. God took them to Egypt? How many agree with me this morning? You are not agreeing with me because you don't know how God works. God took them to Egypt. Why? Because it was, hallelujah, it was God who, amen, allowed the brothers of Joseph to sell him to Egypt. And you remember Brother Barnum says, Joseph is the type of Jesus Christ. And when they sold him, and the, and, and the Egyptians found him, when they threw him down there, and the Egyptians found him, what happened? They took him, and he ended up into Potiphar, I think Potiphar's house. And while he was there, you know, the wife of Potiphar, wanted to have him but he escaped her he said I'm not going to defile myself Joseph was pure just like Jesus Jesus was the pure he was the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world hallelujah and then when he went to prison you know one prisoner was set free and another one was not. That shows us Jesus when he was on the cross. Amen. One prisoner was set free. He told him, you will be with me in paradise. In other words, you have been set free. You are saved. But another one went to hell. Joseph, a type of Jesus Christ. And then, out of the cross he came. And what did he become? Amen. He became a prince. Joseph became a prince. Next to Pharaoh. He was a prince among the people. What has Jesus become? Jesus is a prince. Hallelujah. To Joseph. Egypt. They were Gentiles. They were uncalled people. They were bad people. To Jesus. To us. We are Gentiles. We are bad people. Uncalled people. But God in, in his rich masses. He called Jesus. When he came down on earth, what did he do? He came to the Gentiles. Where does he become a prince? Where did Joseph get a wife from? Joseph got a wife from among the Gentile Egyptians. 
How many are receiving revelation now? He received a wife from the gentle Egyptians, not from the Jews. And Jesus is getting a bride, not from Israel, but from the Gentiles, from me and you. Hallelujah. And he said, There is something I'm going to do. If you are my brothers indeed, he said to them, without telling them and revealing himself to them, he said to them, go and bring my brother Benjamin. And when Benjamin is here, I will tell you what next. And let me tell you, they went away and brought all the people, including Benjamin. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a revelation here. But before Benjamin could arrive, before even Joseph would address himself to his brothers, after Benjamin had arrived, something happened. Joseph told his wife, his Egyptian wife, go in the palace. Go in the palace. Take the children with you. There is something I must do. And Jesus is going to do the same, same thing. The same thing. He's going to tell you, his wife, go in the palace. Go in the rapture. I must go to my brothers, the Jews, and reveal myself to them. When is he going to do that? During the tribulation. During the tribulation. What is Jesus going to do? He is going to reveal himself to the Jews. But that will be after the rapture. So I am thinking of the rapture. I am thinking of the rapture. In a blessed home on earth. When the redeemed are gathering in. The saints will sing that anthem. They'll be from all over. They will not have church names on them. They will have the name of Jesus Christ on them. Hallelujah. They'll be called a bride. They'll be called a word bride. Are you in that number? Are you in that number, sister? I am glad I'll be in that number. They will be from Ethiopia. They'll be from Uganda. They'll be from Kenya. They'll be from America. From all over the world. Members of the body of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So it was in his plan. He went to Egypt to find a wife. So, Jesus came among the Gentiles to find a bride. And in the same way, we can say that Jesus took the Jews to Egypt. It was all part of the plan. Hallelujah! Amen. And now, if God took them there, it is up to God to remove them. That's why he says when... Uh, when he closes the door, no man can open. And when he opens the door, no man can close. Now, let me tell you, 
While God works with you in phases, when he opens the first phase, no man can close. And this reminds me when I was on the streets of Ethiopia, one of the first trips I had there, in 2013, we did not know where the believers are, but God knew it because they were in his mind before the foundation of the world. I was just one saint there, and we were walking on the streets, and uh, we had already been rejected by many people. I was with Brother Paul on that trip. That was my second trip. And we were walking on the street. And then a man came and patted me on the back. He said, Hallelujah! I said, Hallelujah! Uh -huh. That's a good language. So I said, Who are you? Who are you? So we introduced one another. So we went to the restaurant and sat down. And the man, the, the spirit of God came upon him. And he began to prophesy. I love prophecy, friends. True prophecy happens, by the way. Did you know that? That's why the Bible says we should covet those things. Despise not any prophesying. I've seen people who are prophesied too. And they are like, uh, uh, but me, I don't despise any prophesying. Because if you receive it, it comes to pass. And that man began to prophesy over me. He said, I see a light. It's right here on your head. I said, it's a pure message. God is saying, I've opened Ethiopia for you. And you are going to take that pure message in every corner of Ethiopia. And no man will close that door. So I I said amen. After that, I began preaching to him the, this pure message. But that man never received it. But God had the wit in mind. God had favor in mind. God had many others in mind. Let me tell you, this is the work of God. It's not up to a man. It is up to God. And God will call his own. No man can stop it. When the phase, when the time for the next phase has come, no man can stop that phase. And by the time I left Ethiopia, there were about maybe maximum 150 believers. But right now, with all the testimonies I'm hearing, I believe it is going almost to a thousand. Who called them? Not me, not a man. What is God doing? God opens phases, 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 phases. And even in your life, who brought you where you were? Not you. Not an organization. God brought you where you are now. And I'm telling you, it is time to cross over into the next phase. Hallelujah. Amen.
And when the time came for Israel, Pharaoh could not stop it. The devil cannot stop this crossing over into the next phase. Your belief can't stop it. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, my God. I want to look at something here today. In a message, why are we not a denomination? But the Banam says, Moses, sometime I look around and say, you know that bunch of fanatic Pentecostals. But the Banam, why would you ever go with that bunch like that for? You know what? Moses looked upon the children of Israel. He looked out of the same window that Pharaoh looked out of. Pharaoh looked at them as a bunch of mad dabbers. But Moses looked out of the same window and he looked upon them as the chosen of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Amen. You know, when the devil looks at you, the, the Bible says, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. And you have people who are very good rumor mongers. And they, they tell this, they tell that. And they break the hearts of people. And some people become discouraged. Let me tell you, those people are being used by Satan. To, dis, to discourage people. But let me tell you, brother. Don't be used by Satan. Don't accuse any of your brother. Because there's something I want you to get here. The Bible says, if any of you offended one of the little ones, it is better for a milestone, a stone, a huge one to be put in your, in, your, in your neck and they throw you in the sea. Do you know what it means to God about his little one? about his bride about his church to God they are precious far more than rubies far more than all the words put together oh I am so precious to God you are so precious to God and if you or anybody will offend one of those little ones. That is the worst thing you can do. And we see here. Pharaoh was despising them. He was looking at them. As a bunch of mad dabbers. Ah, look at them. Look at the other one. Look. look. But when the prophet of God came. Ma, don't, don't, don't close this. Open your heart to receive this. When the prophet of God came, he looked at through the same window. What did he see? What did he see? The chosen people of God. It's not about the prophet. 
It's about the message he has. It's about the revelation God has given him. Let, let me tell you, brethren, this end time message is not William Branham. No, say what I said. This end time message is not William Branham. This end time message is what William Branham spoke. It was not his mind. He has no copyright on it. It is my, the mind of God. And when it came, it was the mind of God about his people. And then, through that message, he said this. If the people shall know who they are, the bride, shall know who she is, and what she represents, the devil cannot defeat her. Why did he say that? Because William Branham's message did not come to tell us how bad we are. We already know how bad we are. Are you hearing me? Each, each of you know how bad you are. You, you know how bad you are. You know how bad you are. You know. Do I need to tell you? You know already. You know how bad you are. But this message came to tell you the mind of God about you. Regardless of how bad you are, if the message says you are going to heaven, you are going to cross over from this world to another world, it is as thus saith the Lord, and it cannot fail. My God. That is what the message is. Now the message gives us the mind of God. And the mind of God cannot fail. I see, I see little Pharaoh. Little old Satan. Looking through the window. Amen. That God is looking through. And is looking through that window as saying to you that you have been a failure this year. That was just a phase. They, 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 they are mad dabbers. Look at them. Look at them. Let, let someone tell Pharaoh that that is just another phase. You are a failure. It's a phase. What have you achieved this year? It's a phase. Whether you have achieved nothing, it's a phase. Look at you. You have very many debts. You are good for nothing. It's a phase you've been in. God allowed you to be in that first sister Martha. But it's done the end. It's just the beginning. It's a phase. Tell the devil. Tell Pharaoh. Your Pharaoh. Your devil. All of you know which demons are tormenting you. And we have not come in a movie industry here today. This is not a movie theater. We have come in church. Allow me to blast those demons. 
And help me to do it today. We are believers, are we not? We are in church. Have the liberty. And what happens? Let somebody tell that, that, that little Pharaoh. Let someone tell that little demon. That is you who looked through the window. That is you who look the window. Yes. That is your way of looking. You said I'm this because that's how you look. But wait. Wait. Until my God will look through the same window. What am I telling you this morning? I am now your prophet this morning. Because when I cease to speak my words, I'm prophesying to you the word of God. That's what a preacher is, a prophet. So when I say I'm preaching to you, it means I'm prophesying to you. Hallelujah. Amen. When Moses looked through the window, he began prophesying. Those are chosen people of God. Allow me to tell you, Sister Grace, you are going to cross over into the next phase. That is what I've seen. That is what God has inspired for me to tell you this morning. The phase you have been on, hallelujah, Amen. has come to an end. This is an announcement this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. If you receive it, you shall have it. Are you hearing me, Sister Favor? That phase has come to an end. It's a new phase. It's the next phase now. God is beginning and fixing to move. There must be a crossover into the next phase of your life. Yes, you can receive it. He looked out of the same window that Pharaoh looked out of. Pharaoh looked at them as a bunch of mad dubbers. But Moses looked out upon them as the chosen people He knew they had the promise. Why? He knew it by the word. With a, with a, it says, with this foot on the throne with his foot on the throne to be Pharaoh with all the world laying at his feet set there and power wine in his mouth and beautiful women to find him as the emperor or the dictator or, or the king of the world Moses, at 40 years old had in his hand he looked out upon the, that bunch of mad dabbers but he knew he was one of them hey the world has a lot of offerings my sister 
My brother, a lot of offerings the world had for Moses. But Moses had revelation. For him, he did not see himself on the throne of Pharaoh. I don't, I don't see myself in the throne of denomination. I don't see myself in the throne of the world and the joy the world gives. But I see myself, hallelujah, as one of the mad dabbers. I am one of them. And today I can say, one of them. One of them. If you are one of them, you will sing with me. I'm so glad that I can say, I'm one of them. One of them. One of them. I'm so glad. Moses saw himself as one of them. As one of them. The prophet says, Hallelujah! He says, That's it. He knew he was one of them. And by faith, Moses, he chose. By faith, he chose. Hallelujah! Amen. But still, Pharaoh was saying, No. They are mine, you cannot have them. What Pharaoh? That Pharaoh of demons. Of lust. Of lack. Poverty. I don't know how many are poor here today. You may not raise up your hand. But you know. That fell poverty. He's saying you're going nowhere. You're mine. Are you hearing me? That Pharaoh of, 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 of uh, confusion. Of heartbreaks. Don't even talk to me. I have a broken heart. Who is broken here? I don't care how many pieces your heart is broken. That is a pharaoh. He will have to release you today. That pharaoh of sickness. That pharaoh of a problem. May I have my problems? Don't, don't even try it. I'm preaching to you this morning. You are either God's friend or Pharaoh's friend. You either accept what I'm preaching to you as the word of God or you don't. And if you believe it, Pharaoh must leave. If you believe it, you must cross over today. Your condition must release you today. I have to have people here today who will say enough is enough. Whatever I've gone through this year, enough is enough. I must cross over into the next phase. Let me tell you, this is the end time message. The end time message is not just mysteries which take you on the cloud. 
You get a point? The end time message is not mysteries which I'll preach here and you'll feel you can't understand anymore. The end time message is you knowing who you are is coming to that place where you realize enough is enough. I must cross over into the next phase of my life. Why do we have believers? who are very committed believers. They are in church. They pay their tithe. They, 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 they do their hair the right way. They dress properly. They never fornicate. But they are bound. You find them suffering. Why? Because they have intellectual faith. The any time message. Oh, somebody must see today. Yes, sir. Moses Musa took the end time message to Israelites who were in bondage. That end time message had two things in it. The first thing was to liberate them when they were still in Goshen. Amen. Are you following me? When they are in Goshen, they were supposed to be liberated. Time had to come when the angel of death would come and then nothing would happen to them. Meaning, the calamities that fall upon the Egyptians, God by the end time message of Moses had to save them from it. Sick. That is sickness. That is poverty. That is troubles. That is your bad situations. That's your tears. That's your heartbreaks. That's all those things. When the end time message comes, that is the first thing the message does is to liberate you. When the angel of death comes, he will pass over your house. AIDS. Amen. AIDS. Uh, Some of these sicknesses, Sirimu. they are for Egyptians. And if you have them, today you are crossing over. Today, the angel of death must pass over. You see, this is a portion of the message many of us don't look at. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But there is another portion of the message. We are crossing over into the promised land. The promised land, we must get there. And to us, our promised land is the rapture. Our promised land, amen, is the Holy Ghost, which will be a requirement for the rapture. So in other words, I want all the aspects of the message be applied to me. I, I want, when I'm still here on earth, to come out of bad situation. Amen. But after, 
I want to go to the rapture. So I want both. How many want both here this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And we notice here, friends. The devil thought he would keep them there. All those situations thought they would keep you there. But God today is taking you out by a mighty hand. Listen to this as I read it for you. Exodus 6. You can put it on the screen as the people will follow me. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shalt thou see what I will do to Pharaoh. My God, just that portion is enough for me Amen. already. Let us read it together. All of you read with me. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now thou shalt see what I will do to Pharaoh. What is your Pharaoh? This year of 2023. Maybe you want to encourage someone next to you. Speak on behalf of God and tell them. Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand shall he let them go. And with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. I am not going to stay in the land of the devil. I am not going to still have a lying tongue. I am not going to remain defeated this coming year. I am not going to remain poor this year. I am not going to amen, be forsaken this year. My heart is not going to remain broken this coming year. I am not going to be depressed this coming year. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil will drive you out of his land. He will beg you to leave that land. He will drive you out of that land. Because you don't belong in that land. Believers, we have a land. A land flowing with milk and honey. A land of promises. A land of that saith the Lord. A land of the message of the hour. That's where we are going. A land of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh my, there will come another phase. Where we can no longer preach. A phase. When we are crossing over. Into eternity. Hallelujah. I am longing for that day. Pure land. I'm longing for you. That time is coming. Where we shall just rejoice. Where we shall just sing brother sister. Where we shall have one language. That is not a mystery. That is revelation. It has been revealed already. Amen. And God spoke to Moses. And he said, I am the Lord. And I appeared unto Abraham. And unto Isaac. And unto Jacob. By the name of God Almighty. But by my name Jehovah. Was I not known to them. And let me now. Let me now 
say it this way. And God said to Moses, I've appeared unto Abraham, and unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, by the name of God Almighty. And unto Moses. By Jehovah. But unto you. I'm appearing unto you. By the name I've never appeared to any of them. The name above all names. The name Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We are here. We have come to a phase where the final name of God has come down. It's no longer just Lord or Jehovah. He's Jesus. Amen. Do you know what Jesus means? He will save you from all your sins. He must save you out of your trouble. Jesus means savior. I said he must save you out of your trouble. Come on, preach with me this morning. He must save you out of your trouble. He must save you out of your problems. Because the name Jesus is a name above every name. And every knee shall bow. Every tongue. Every tongue of any condition shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Oh my good Lord. Amen. You, are, you, you can rejoice church. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And he continues on to say and I have also established my, my covenant with them. To give them the land of Canaan. The land of their pilgrimage. Wherein they were strangers. And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel. How many are groaning here? Mukama. Oh God. I'm tired of this kind of stress. Mukama. Oh God. I'm tired of this condition. I want to worship you. I want to see your greatness. I want to see you in your promise in your word. I want to see you in your word. I want to see God. Give me people. Give me breakthrough. You are groaning. Mm. Groaning. And the Lord comes down and he says, I am the Lord. Hallelujah. I've had the groaning of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians kept in bondage. And I have remembered my covenant. God has remembered his covenant where I for say unto the children of Israel I am the Lord and I will bring you out from under the burden of the Egyptians and I will read you I will read you out of their bondage hey and I will redeem you with a stretched out arm with great judgments and I will take you to me for our people 
Come on. Come on, receive it, church. And I'll be to you a God. And ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. Which bringeth you out from the burdens of Egypt. And I'll bring you into the land concerning the which I did swear to give to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to William Branham, to Paul, to Peter, to Cyrus. I will give you the land. I am the Lord. I'll give it to you for an heritage. And Moses spake so unto the children of Israel. They did not listen to him. But listen to me this morning. They didn't listen to him. But still God fulfilled. What he said. Whether you believe it or not. It will happen. And I cast that spirit of unbelief out. You must believe it. The devil cannot release you willingly. But when God sends a prophet with a message, he declares the will of God. Even demons and situations bow to the will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Joseph, what is your situation? What are your demons? What are your failures and worries? Amen. I say in the name of Jesus. Right now, brother, whether you feel it or not, those situations, as I prophesy to you, they must bow to the name and the will of Jesus Christ. God will take you with a mighty hand. Amen. Come on, give him a clap of praise this morning. Thank you, Jesus. You must take us out by a mighty hand. And I say this message is the mighty hand of Jehovah. God sent William Branham with a message. It's a message. Amen of the mighty hand of God. Whenever you read the spoken word, whenever you listen to the text, you are receiving the mighty hand of God. He's calling you out. He's pulling you out. He's pulling you out. Pull us out, Lord. Amen. And God declared it. And now it was time for the cross of to actually happen. It was now time for the cross of to actually happen. Exodus chapter 14 verse 1. I'm not too preaching to you my words. I'm preaching to you the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they turn and encamp before Pharaoh between Migdal and the sea over against Bazaron. Before, just interpret here, before it, shall, before it shall ye encamp by the sea. Amen. For Pharaoh will say, 
of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. Listen, God is a very good strategist. Katonda, when God is about to give you victory, he puts you in a position to make your enemy think you are defeated. Yes, sir. He told Moses, pass here, Fiharioth, and then between Migdo, and the sea and over at Balzephon and you encamp around that area. Now, when Pharaoh will see you, he will say they are entangled in the land. They are entangled in the land and the wilderness has shut them in. That's the area that God wants. Amen. Brother Polycarp. That is what the devil wanted with your school, right? And, until you feel, ah, the land, amen, has shut me in. I have no way out. I don't even want school anymore because my results are not very good. Yes, you must read very well. But sometimes even when you have tried, things may not go as you are expected because the devil wanted you to get discouraged but I'm here to tell you today God saw it and he wanted you to be in that place so the devil can see that you have been shut in Listen, it is not for you to think. It is not for you to think that you are shut up, that you are you have been swallowed up. God let this situation happen for the devil to think you are swallowed up. For you. Don't think that. How many are in that kind of place? Where the devil was telling you you are shut, you are swallowed up. You are swallowed up. You are swallowed up. No way out. No way through. The devil is telling you that because God wanted him to know that. The devil, Satan. listen, the devil is telling you that Satan, because God wanted him to say that. That's all the devil knows. Are you following me? That's all the devil knows. So he can only say what he knows. The devil is saying we are swallowed up because that's what the God wanted him to, to see. But that's not the end. God is still moving. 
God is still fixing to do something. Don't believe the testimony of the devil. Don't believe it. Accept the testimony of Jesus Christ. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them. Uh So now you are in a place. I, I pray you don't miss this church. You are in a place where now the devil thinks you are swallowed up. And now because he thinks you are swallowed up, he tells his generals, let's attack. In the, in the art of war, in the art of war, the devil, Satan, Oh, oh, generally, even not the devil. Generally, when people are fighting, usually, you don't attack your enemy because you think you are powerful. You go and read the Bible. Whenever an army fought with an army, the one which won the army, the, 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 the war, were those ones who strategized very well. Are you following me? You remember Gideon? Did he have many soldiers? Answer me, church. How did you win? How did we win? God told him, take away all the fearful. I want the ones who know the God they are serving. And he remained with 300 men. And when those men remained there, God said, it is now time. He said, remove all the others. I don't want you Gideon to say that it was your power. That Some of you are crying about people who have left you this year. Yes. Yes. About people who have left you this year. Yes. Yes. They are no longer even answering my messages. (laughs) They were helping me. Don't cry, sister. Don't cry, brother. God wanted you to be in that condition where you don't believe in in the people who help you. Where your faith is only in God. And when you are in that place, God is fixing to do something. He told Gideon, separate yourself from all the others. Remove all the others. I want you to know it is me who is fighting this God wants you to know that it is him fighting this And he was left with 300 men. And I think they were Midianites. They were all over the valley. Like cockroaches. They had covered the whole place. Your enemy may be all around you, brother, sister. But I'm saying, don't you worry. God is fixing to fight the battle. Hallelujah. Amen. And right there, my brother, my sister. You know, he told them. Put torches. Lights. 
in the in, 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 yeah in the pots Mubusua. and now in the pictures oh pots Mubusua. and they have a sword in the other hand and they, I want you to group yourself in three groups, three groups. and uh, the first group will be led by you Gideon and when you do this they will all do what were they doing they were quiet everywhere lights were inside the pictures everything silent and the Midianites were down there waiting to come and attack and then Gideon gave the order start and then they started shouting. The sword of Gideon. Then the sword of God and of Gideon. The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. Imagine 300 men. Saying that same word. The sword of the Lord. And of Gideon. Immediately after that, we are supposed to, to bang this pictures. The pictures. Yes. And when they banged it, we broke Imagine 300 pictures breaking at the same time. It was like a thunder. You see, one pot can break here. And everybody will see what is happening. What is happening? But 300 and being slapped by a sword. The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And as soon as they hear that sound from the mouth and from the pictures which are breaking, the light comes out. The enemies of Israel began taking the man has very many soldiers. The man has very many supporters. God wants your devil, your demons to think that he has been overcome. Literally speaking, you are alone. No one to help you. But listen to me, brother. They are more with us than with them. Always God has fought with a battle that is not seen. With a army which is not seen. An army which no demon can see. But God will use that army of angels to fight for you. You can read your Bible from cover to cover. That is how it has been in every battle. It was with, with Gideon, even Joshua. When I reached the promised land, you remember in Jericho, he told them the only thing you have to do is run around. Jericho. Imagine. 
Seven days. And the people were laughing. They started with laughing. But by the time they started, hey, they were like, <laughs> but uh, this is becoming serious. But they, they kept looking at the walls. And as long as the, the walls were up, they said, no problem. We are fine. When the devil thinks he has you, that's the moment God comes down. That's the moment how many feel like you are defeated. I tell you, if you feel like that, if you feel this year, has really dealt so badly with you. I'm here to tell you, brother, sister. It's time for crossing over now. Because when they went over Jericho, around Jericho, the walls came down. At a time nobody expected. We can look at many other battles. But because of time, let's come back here. God told the Israelites, go in that place where the devil and the Pharaoh will, be, will begin to think the wilderness has shut you in. And when he thinks the wilderness has shut you in, then I will harden his heart and he will come to attack. God he had laid a trap for the devil. He had laid a trap that for the devil to think that you have no strength to overcome. He has laid a trap to make the devil think you are not, you don't understand. You have no strength. You have lost hope. Now you are going to give up. Then the devil comes to attack That is the biggest mistake the devil has made. Every time the devil comes to attack he thinks you have no strength to overcome. The Bible says the devil he comes is like a roaring lion seeking whom he will devour. And when he comes to you he thinks you, you can easily be eaten. Can you imagine this fortunate? The devil making such a mistake. Thinking you, you can easily be eaten. And then it comes your way. That's what he did. And Pharaoh said, Ah! The wilderness has swallowed them. Let us go and get them. Can we, can we finish this chapter now? Follow me closely here. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh. And upon all the his host. I will be honored that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled. And the heart of the Pharaoh 
and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And they said, why have we done this? That we have left Israel go from serving us. And he made ready his chariot. And he took his people with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots. And all the chariots of Egypt. And the captains over every one of them. And the captains. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh. And he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with an high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them. All the horses and chariots of Pharaoh. And his horsemen and his army. Verse 10. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes. And behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt. You have taken us away to die in the wilderness. Wherefore thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt. Whenever people begin uh, looking at the shortcomings of their pastor, there is a problem in their faith. Whenever people begin questioning their authority. There is a problem in their faith. You know those moments when the devil places you in a place where you begin finding fault with your pastor, with the ministers, even with the Bible, with the prophet, with the, with, the, with, the, with the message, with the scriptures, I am in this condition because he is not good enough. It, is, it means they have a problem in their faith. And how many times people get to those places? May we be pure believers, brethren. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. Stand still. Come on, tell your neighbor, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more. Forever. Hallelujah. Amen. The moment you cross over, you will never see them again. The Lord shall fight for you. And he shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whether for Christ thou unto me, speak to the children of Israel, that they go forward. The Lord will fight for you. And ye shall hold your peace. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord will fight for you, Brother Martin. Amen. Tell your neighbor the Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight. Come and encourage someone here. At the end of this year, tell somebody. 
Amen. Amen. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight for you, Brother Enoch. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Sam over here, the Lord will fight for you. Brother Samuel, Hallelujah. Amen. Sister Peace, the Lord will fight for you. And you will hold your peace. You will hold your peace. Are you Sister Agatha over there? Sister Agatha. I can't even see you clearly. But let me tell you, the Lord will fight for you. Don't you fear. The Lord will fight for you. I say amen to that. Amen. It is the word of God. And the angel of, the, of God, verse 19, which went before the camp of Israel. Now, now. I'm going to read up to verse 25, but I want you to listen. Listen closely now. We are coming to the end of the service here now. And the climax of this preaching. Uh-huh. Listen carefully. And the angel of God which was always going before the, the camp of Israel was removed and went behind them now. And the pillar of cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. Why do you think the pillar of fire is going behind us now? Why do you think we are not looking for the pillar of fire? The pillar of fire is here. But the pillar of fire is not behind us. Why? Because our enemy is pursuing after us. And the pillar of fire has gone behind us. So that he can be between you and your enemy. Hallelujah. Amen. That's where the victory is. God cannot leave us to cross over without protection behind us. Oh, he's a marvelous God. He's a wonderful God. Hallelujah. Amen. The pillar went behind and Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided. Let me prophesy to you now. God will separate your waters. Hallelujah. Amen. God will separate your waters. God will make a way for you. Where there was no way. That is what he did for them. In the first exodus. That is what he's doing for us. In the third exodus. He's making a way brother. Where there is no way. Listen to me DVF. God is making a way for you. To buy your church land. God is making a way for your children's school fees this coming year. God is making a way and providing for the youth meetings. God is giving you knowledge in the school. He's making a way where there was no way. God is making a way for your business. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Where there was no way. Come on, say amen, I believe. Amen. Glory to God. And the Egyptians pursued. And went in after them to the midst of the sea. Even all Pharaoh's horses. His chariots. And his horsemen. I wanted to see something here. God made the way. But the devil started walking on that way. Oh my. That is a big mistake for Satan. 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 God has made a way for me. You are not going to put your daughter feet on this way. If the devil does that, it's a big mistake. They thought we were swallowed. We were swallowed. But they will be swallowed by walking on the way that God has made for us. Maybe Amen. God has made a way for some of you. And you felt like the devil was interrupting you. On your God-given way. On your given God-given God provision. If God has provided something for you. He says in his word. The blessing of God. It maketh rich. It does not add sorrow. If there is sorrow. In the blessing of God for you. You. Tell the devil this morning, Satan, you are on holy ground. You are going to be swallowed up with all your horses, with all your chariots, with all your powers. Amen. And it came to pass that in the morning watch, <laughs> remember, here was Israel. And here was the pillar of fire. And here was the Egyptian. Egyptian. And in the morning, the Lord began watching, looking at the Egyptians through the pillar of fire. Amen. <laughs> yes, sir. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what God must do today. Jesus Christ. Yes, Christ. The same yesterday, today, forever. Come on, say amen. Amen. He's the same yesterday. Yes, He's the same today. If he looked through the pillar of fire, if he looked through the pillar of fire, then even today he's doing the same. He's behind you here. And he's looking at your devil. He's looking at Pharaoh. Through the pillar of fire. Pharaoh. Where do you think you are going? These ones are mine. You can't have them. These ones are mine. They must cross over. They must cross over. 
into the next phase they are leaving your Egypt they are leaving your sin they are leaving your trouble they are leaving your problems they are leaving your lusts they are leaving all those demons they must cross over into the next phase he looks through the pit of fire and he says here and he took and, and, and he says and he troubled the host of the Egyptians by a simple look the eyes of the Lord are powerful let me tell you the prayer you should pray tonight. Tell God, look at my enemies. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Lord Jesus, look at my enemies. And they began troubling. What's, What's happening? What's happening? And he took off their chariot wheels. And he took slowly Oh my God. He destroys one by one. That's why the demons seem as if they are not living. Because God is dealing with him little by little. Little by little. One by one. Wheel by wheel. Chariot by chariot. And they drive them heavily. So the Egyptians said, ah, oh, oh, Let us flee. Let us flee from the face of Israel. For the Lord fights for them. For the Lord fights for them. Amen. In the realm of the spirit, I can almost hear those demons saying, Let us flee from them. The Lord fights for them. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, stand up on your feet and begin shouting. Begin glorifying God. They shouted at Jericho. They shouted in the upper room. You can shout here this morning. And so we are crossing over. We are crossing over. The devil is under our feet. God is fighting your battle. Amen. And in this last quote here, Brother Barnum says, God is under obligation to take care of his promise. When God brought the Israel into the wilderness, he promised to take care of them. Amen. 
And what God promised, God is under obligation to do. When they needed water, they went to the rock. When they needed food, God rained manna from heaven. God will give you water from the rock. God will give you manna out of heaven. He opened up the Red Sea. Look at the manna falling down. What a beautiful type of our church today. As God led Israel in the natural, He's leading the church today in the spiritual. God is leading us right now. Watch this. Watch this. Then when they crossed over the Red Sea, all the taskmasters were dead. The Red Sea, the blood of Christ, <laughs> the, our Red Sea is the blood of Christ. The Red Sea, the man come through the blood be sanctified from the things of the world set over in the banks over here and, uh, and in a new land. I'm sanctified. I've left the behind. And I'm now here in the new land. There was Miriam in the new land. She got really happy. She got a tambourine. And she began dancing. I wonder whether we have a Miriam here today. Down the banks she went dancing. Woo! The daughters of Israel followed there, followed her behind dancing. We are heirs of the Father. Give me that song, brother. Join together. Moses got in the spirit and sang in the spirit. If that ain't an old fashioned Holy Ghost meeting, I never know. I've never seen one in my life. There you are. After you've crossed over into the new land, then God said, He will take care of you. Meditate on those things. Crossing over into another face. Hallelujah. Where's Brother Dixon? Get to the drums, please. Praise God. Before we sing, God, don't you just worship Him a little bit? Say, Oh God, you are, I'm crossing over. I'm crossing over. I'm crossing over into another face. I'm not accepting defeat. I'm not accepting bad situations. Hey! I'm crossing over. Some of you who have been stagnated. Listen to me now. But the authority of God is what? I command you to cross over. You must cross over. 
to another phase of your life. You are not going to remain the way you've been. You, you must cross over. Yes, Lord. To better realities of the word of God. Because you are sanctified. Blood washed. Cleansed by his blood. Born of the Spirit, Son of God. We are heirs of the Father. We are joint heirs. Oh, with the Son. Come on, brother, little feet buster. We are people of His kingdom. Oh, we are family. Oh, we are one. Let us sing that one more time. Well, we are heirs of the Father. We are joint heirs. Oh, we the Son. Oh, we are people of His. Oh, we are family. Give the microphone to Sister Winnie. Well, we are washed. We are sanctified. Amen. We are cleansed. We are cleansed by His blood. Amen. We are born of the Spirit. Amen. We are children of the Of his body, oh, we are objects of his life. We are partakers, we are partakers of his holiness. Oh, we are citizens, heaven above. We are partakers, we are partakers of his suffering. Oh, we are partakers, amen, of his life. Oh, we shall be him to be like Oh, we shall see him face to face. We are longing, we are longing, hallelujah, for his coming. We are looking. Skies to the sky. We are watching, we are watching. We are waiting. Amen. We shall dwell with him. We shall We shall reign. We shall reign. With him forever.
people almost everywhere whose hearts are all aflame with a fire that fell at Pentecost which cleansed and made them clean it is burning now within my heart oh glory to his name I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them amen one of them one of them I'm so glad I'm so glad I can say I'm one of them, one of them. Hallelujah, one of them. Well, I'm so glad, I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. Amen. Though these people may not like me, they have all received the penalty, baptized in Jesus' name. His power is yet to set. Amen. I'm so glad that I can sing. Sing it now, one of them. Hallelujah, one of them. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I can sing. I'm one of them, one of them. Oh, well, I'm so glad. Shout your praise this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, there is power, power, wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. Oh, there is power, oh, power, wonder working power in the most. Precious blood, oh, there is power, oh, power. 
light of Oh my God, he's not dead He's alive, my God, he's not dead He's alive, oh my God, he's not dead He's alive, amen I feel him in my hands I feel him in my feet Offering now. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, we are waiting for that morning to fly away. Oh, sister, praise. Come and help us sing this song quickly. Come, 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 come on over here quickly. Hallelujah. I know I'm no longer bound. I feel like going to the rapture right now. The song says, I know I'm no longer bound. Come on, start it. Oh my God. Praise God. Well, if you don't know it, you will learn it today. Hallelujah.
lift up your hands and say, You are Yahweh. Hey, you are Yahweh. Yes, you are. You are Yahweh. Hey, you are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. Alpha. Sing it again. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are sing it one more time without the music now. You are Yahweh. Hey, you are Yahweh. Yes, you are. You are Yahweh. Hey, you are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Musicians now, Alpha and Omega. You are Yahweh. Hey, you are Yahweh. Hallelujah. You are. You are Yahweh. Alpha. Alpha. And Omega. And Omega. Yes, you are. You are Yahweh. Alpha. Thank you for giving a victory. I want you to believe that you are crossing over tonight. Yagalo Kiriseto Limuku, Yakumutendo Mulalo, into another phase. 
have been doing business I'm believing for you. I'm believing with you to enter into another phase. If you have been a teacher into another phase, God is promoting some of you by faith. Some of you jobless. You need jobs. Another phase. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father Lord, as we dismiss from this place today, may we not dismiss from your presence. Be with each and every one of us, Lord. Strengthen us continually. And help us to enter into another phase of our life. As we cross into the new year, May it find when we are already in another phase. Grant it, Lord. Father God, I pray even for our brother Dawit and his family that are here with us today. Grant them another phase of their life too. Whatever they have been desiring for the Lord to do in their life. May it be so in their life. For Lord, even as you used Sister Faven last night. To even prophesy to me. And show me how God is taking me into another phase. Things that have been left unattended. Things that have been abandoned. In my own family and ministry. Another phase. May it also be unto them, Father. And Lord, uh, I'm extending it over to the entire congregation. May it be so for each member here. Each brother, each sister, Lord. Whatever they had left unattended to. Because of sacrificing for your work. Lord, may you take them to another phase. Let them cross over first. It's you that will fight for us. For we love you, Lord, with all our hearts. Have your way with us. Strengthen us, Father, until we come back again in the, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.